what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to another edition of Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Davey. Uh, delighted to be joined by the Playboy Prince of Wrestling, Lance Rivera. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Yourself? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Fantastic stuff. Um, no Chris Lappard again this week. Uh, so mm. his work's taken over for a second week running, which is uh, yeah unforgivable in the lead up to WrestleMania, I think, He's personally. He's a part-timer, isn't he? Exactly, yeah. That leaving young talent like me and yourself to uh, take the reins going forward, I think. That's fine. Um, That's absolutely fine by me. I'll, I'll take the ball and I'll roll with it. <laughs> I do have to start, though, with a public apology to Chris. Um, last week, when doing the um, uh, pr- well, prediction results for uh, Fastlane, I did, make a, I did make a slight mistake. So, uh, just to put the apology in now to Chris he in fact did actually get a full clean sweep last week uh, for his uh, fast lane card which as everyone who's been keeping up to date with that with our predictions Chris has really struggled this year really at the bottom of the league uh, but yeah he did get a clean sweep I mistakenly said he he also went for an incorrect no contest between Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss but no he did in fact call a Bliss win by a pinfall so Chris did get all green so he got maximum three points slash the bonus five points for Bray White appearance so yeah congratulations to Chris and my apologies for getting that wrong last week and again just to um yeah so update the table then in uh, as I've got that wrong last week um it is in fact me on 84 points Lance on 65 but Chris actually on 57 as opposed to the incorrect um beg your pardon 58 points as opposed to the incorrect 55 I said last week so yeah Really interesting, all three. So, title races well and truly open as we go into what two nights of NXT and two nights of WrestleMania. So, yeah, very, uh, very much, um, yeah, all, a three way title race at the moment. Uh, it is a yeah. three way title race, but in yeah. the end, there's going to be only one winner, only one, and it'll be me. Oh, well. As I say, number one for a reason, Nick. Oh, well, it's like I, I, the way I'm looking at this already is a bit like I've, I've, I think I've said this on a few weeks ago. It might have been off air, it might have been on the show. That it's like me and my fancy football. I all start off well and then just completely, whether it's lose interest or other people start taking it, start doing a lot more research than me. I always just seem to just go down and start just go down to drop to mid-table every year. And I suspect it'll be the same for these predictions as we go on. After WrestleMania, I'll go on to a blip. As we go into one of the summer months of wrestling, um, then hopefully I might be able to, yeah, but I, I can just see it going that way. So, but at the moment, well, I'm winning. Undeniable. So me to lose my, my, my title to lose at the moment, but yeah, certainly a freeway title race. The title race isn't over till the end of the year. <laughs> Come WrestleMania, I'm going to be top of the league. Well, as I say, it's, uh, yeah, it'll be very interesting. Looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. Um, now, one little bit of. What am I going to get when I win? Um, you, I tell you what, what you'll get. You'll get the new New Japan Pro Wrestling Unified Championship that's uh, just been the belt's been released. Um, 
yeah, getting a lot of positive reaction on Twitter. Um, I'm a big fan as well. What are your thoughts on the belt? This is what you'll get if you win the, uh, yeah, the prediction. League. I think it looks mint. I love it. It, yes. it reminds me of like, um, looks like something a Power Ranger would wear. It looks mint. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Yeah, no, certainly is. Um, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Certainly, I would uh, say though something though. Uh, I don't think it's as good as the current New Japan um, title. Well, sorry, the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Don't think it's as nice as that. I um, I was trying to think of my favourite belt. Um, I've always really liked the um, the well, no, it's not really. It was certainly it's not an active belt anymore. But I really love the Progress Atlas Title. Um, and if we're going to go old school, I was like the old school hardcore title. I think that just can't be beaten, in my opinion. The hardcore title, really? The old school hardcore. I just loved it when I, I think that's because I had the video of it on the front of, um, of the video. Uh, you know, I think they once, VHSs and they, it was, there was like all the classic hardcore matches and it was just the picture of the hardcore belt with the video kind of ripped, like obviously not ripped, but the packaging was ripped. Um, so Yeah, I know, I know what you mean, yeah. So I think I've just got the, the soft spot for that. Haven't been a kid and having it on video, um, so but yeah, I um, yeah certainly get a lot of praise as I say on Twitter uh, and other social media net- networks. So no congratulations to all involved in getting that belt. I have to admit I do love it when there's um, usually WWE when there's a really poor. I think it was just SummerSlam 2016. A bit annoying because it was such a good match between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, and it was just completely hijacked by the crowd just giving the belt a load of abuse, um, the universal title. Um, so now oh, I like just, it, it grew on me. At the time, I think I, I think I was more sucked into the fans, just crapping over the match. And, and I don't understand the hate for the belt at all. <laughs> it looks a bit different. And just because it was red, everyone was like, ooh, it's red. What's the problem? I don't get it. Well, that never bothered me because I think the fact that there was obviously, it, I think it was quite cool, the fact that it made, well, no one actually paid attention to the brand split properly when it was um like when they were trying to make war and smackdown very different when it was the brand split back in 2016 um so i didn't really have a problem with that but yeah there's there's been worse definitely for sure people oh, you don't different, to... and then when you give them different they don't like it well that's just yeah it's like it's just i think i, I would say it's just resting hands but it could also be british people you say uh, you uh, everyone's always got something to moan about but uh <laughs> yeah British wrestling fans, we'll call it, but even though it's probably um, yeah, every wrestling fan, all wrestling it? fans, yeah. <laughs> um, right, uh, we've decided that tonight's show is going to be a special NXT takeover special. With it coming up to the first Ooh. ever two night takeover, uh, NXT Stand Deliver, which is next Wednesday on, uh, will be on the USA Network, and well, for for, for us UK fans, it'll be on BT Sport. And then on the Thursday night, we'll be live on, well, for American Peacock and also on the WWE Network on the Thursday night. So uh, I don't know if the second night's on BT Sport, actually, to be fair. But, um, I was going to say, yeah. is, it on, is it on Box Office? Yeah. Is it actually, or is no, it on... we do the, number, 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 night one's just on BT. And then um, night two, just on, um, well, night two, I don't know if it is on BT as well, but certainly on WWE Network and, and Peacock TV. So, um, yeah, whether night two follows, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. There's um, it's that's next week happening next Wednesday and Thursday. Before we do get into the show as well, uh, with NXT actually a bit of news um, that's come out today. I think I know it's been rumoured for the last couple of weeks, but uh, um, NXT now moving to Thursday. Uh, yeah, sorry, beg your pardon, moving to Tuesday night. So you could say they've lost the Wednesday night war to AEW. NXT moving to Tuesday night. So um, and then also well, 
not that there's any any competition to NXT, but Impact Wrestling's moving to Thursday night. So you've actually got a full week now of wrestling. You've got Raw on Monday, uh, NXT Tuesday, AEW Wednesday, Impact Thursday, and SmackDown obviously on Friday. Um, so yeah, um, do you think it's a sensible move for NXT to move to Tuesday? I mean, obviously it's pretty big news that they've you could declare they, it's them declaring they've lost the view. I know every week AEW does smash them for views. For me personally, I've I've loved the Wednesday Night War since it began. It's I've actually both shows are my favourite sh- TV shows out of all promotions. Then in, then in two that I do passionately watch each week rather than sort of with Raw and SmackDown, I tend just to flick through. But NXT and Dynamite are the two shows that I do absolutely love watching each week. I mean, well, yeah, what are your thoughts on it moving to Tuesday nights? I think it's an interesting decision. Uh, does that mean they've um, have they just given up on trying to compete with AEW or is it a contractual thing with Peacock? I don't know. It's what well, no, they've um, signed a multi. They've signed a multi deal with um, the USA Network, so it's staying on the USA oh, Network. Sure. Yeah, it's not. It's staying on USA Network. It's staying on BT Sport for for the for the, the English for, for the UK fans. So yeah, no, it's um, it's just simply a um, well, a change. So uh, I think the only thing I can think of is uh, yeah, they obviously every week they are losing to AW. So whether it's them, as I say, declaring defeats, I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean. It's it's good for, for for I suppose for all fans that that like me who do love watching both shows. It means there will never be a clash. I mean, for, means to be fair for for me being from the UK anyway, and someone who doesn't stop all night watching it, it will be. Um, it was always the case of I'd have to watch one on the Thursday anyway, and I'd I'd always just go by what show kind of I was looking forward to the most uh, in terms of what the build up for both shows was. If that makes sense. So, but for, I suppose for American fans who watch it on prime time. It's quite handy for those who love watching both. Yeah, it's, it's definitely more handy for people now that they can just watch what they want. Like, you can watch it on separate nights, but I'm, I imagine people won't want to watch wrestling <laughs> all week, consecutive nights, back to back to back. Absolutely. Well, you'd like to think so, but there's people, there is some people out there who do love the wrestling. And I was told I was mad when I, when I was, you know, I was in New Orleans, so I saw it. I was told I was mad when really? I did um, three live shows in one day. Um, um, oh, three live shows in one day is different. Exactly. Like taking it in, but I just imagine no. people won't. It's not that I'm saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying I don't imagine they will. No, it's it. it I, I don't think people will, but I think it's just nice they have the option. We've obviously talked about it the last whole year how great it's been that wrestling has continued for a lot of people. I'm sure people have been struggling over the last year um, because of well, obviously the global pandemic. That they've been nice that they can keep watching their wrestling each week. So there'll be some people who it will suit in more ways than one, but also just the fact that yeah, if you um, if there was obviously good shows that people did want to watch if for instance yeah nxt has built a very good card for a for a week then they don't have to worry about potentially missing a big AEW show so it's certainly exactly. good in that respect and and to be fair we, we, one thing i've one thing i was always excited about when this wednesday night war did start is for me being around i never find take a side of who i which brand i think's better all i want to see is good wrestling from good promotions i don't want poor wrestling i don't want to be sitting here on a show moaning about a really poor show really poor builds for feuds i want to sit here and just keep praising the life out of everything and to be fair to nxt and i know nxt went a bit nap for post kind of war games but certainly since the last takeover it's picked up again but aw as well i was praised many times on the show they're always week in week out provide a good consistent product um and i just really hope that yeah 
it can still keep like that. And, and I still hope as well, this won't just be a thing. I mean, it's only, what, two, not even two years old now. The, the, well, this is kind of since AEW's been born, but I still hope that we're going to still see jumps between promotions as well going forward. I mean, this will be a thing going for years where if someone is doing really well in NXT or what have you, and um, they might not get the move to the main roster, they could join AEW, vice versa. Someone might not be getting used very well in AEW. They might go to NXT and become a star. So, Still, loads of hope for for this as well going forward as well. Yeah, no, I, I entirely agree. I, I I think it'd be great that we can just not have to worry about the clash, like we said. I think that I think it'd be great. But I mean, like I say this, but in the UK we don't have the issue at all. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, well, we still won't see it till Sunday morning. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, well, that's the thing with me. Usually, when I watch, I usually tend to probably watch the way I've sort of done it over the last. Uh, I usually tend to watch NXT on a Thursday night and then usually with AEW being on ITV4 I usually wait just to watch it on a Saturday well usually Saturday or Sunday morning over the weekend if I've got time uh, but yeah it's um, certainly big news though for yeah as I say for um, well for, for all fans but also for, for the promotions um, I'm very interested to see how it goes from here definitely absolutely um, so yeah, we thought we would um, do as, um, as I say, a bit of a bit of an NXT special kind of show. Um, so we're going to be both doing our top five NXT takeover matches um, of all time that we f- we find that had to be on a takeover. So we'll be going through them shortly. Then we'll be going through obviously our um, predictions as well for stand and deliver both nights. Um, so we've got that coming up as well. Uh, after a word from, but before we get into all this, we'll have a word from this week's sponsors. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of your application. This is the High Flying Finnish Luchador Eccentrico telling you're listening to the High Flying Broken But Glorious podcast. And thank you very much to Podgo. Uh, so, yeah, we'll um, get into the top five or top fives now. Um, I'll let you start. Um, yeah, your number you want me fifth. to start? Yeah, you're, I'll let you, you be in the, um, what you've been the uh, the much better uh, well, I was about to say much better wrestler, but that's pretty uh, yeah, an obvious. I'd say much better person <laughs> than me. Much better person. Oh, yeah, don't, that, be, about, oh don't, don't say that. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to work out what to say, so then I just panicked as oh. a person. <laughs> oh, um, I feel yeah. bad now. I well, oh boy, I'll be a gentleman and let you you go first. Um, for the yeah, so yeah, number five. Okay. Uh, I am gonna go with at number five. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas, the first five-star match in NXT history. I thought it was an absolutely unbelievable match. The fact that you got five stars and I've put it on at number five, I mean, that says a lot to the quality of matches that are coming up, but that, that match absolutely blew me away. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. That first one they had where Andrade defended the title, I think it was uh, Royal Rumble weekend. Yeah. It was unbelievable i remember watching it um around a friend's house uh before the rumble and just sitting there being absolutely blown away yeah some impeccable spots in this match and um 
just again a bit really built and Andrade as a star now. Um yeah, obviously with him with Selena. Um yeah, this whole and the whole kind of feud. I love, I love the um believe it was Selena throwing the t shirt in as well, DIY, so a nice little cute touch to that as well. Um I think they got everything right about this match and yeah. Uh, I won't go into too much detail as there's a bit of a hint of what's to come in mind. But uh, yeah, no, uh, it was just an, an incredible main event and desert and got all the praise it, it deserved. Yeah, no, it, it, if anything, it deserves more praise. It should be spoken about more, in my opinion. No, well, I think it'd be hard to, uh, certainly hard to disagree with you there. Um, as I say, I got, have got more to say on that, but... Uh, <laughs> A bit of a hint of what's to come. Then as well, then. No, no, that's fine. I'll go into it a bit more in detail a bit later on. Uh, my number five pick is, believe it or not, my only one match from uh, that's made my top five from TakeOver New Orleans. Because, believe it or not, I was actually at that, that TakeOver. I don't think I've mentioned that on the show ever. So there's a spoiler. Um, and that match is mm-hmm. the main event. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Champ, and I've, I've been changing my list around all day, but yeah, that was um, num- number five for me. Gargano versus Champa. Um, I know the feud's been going sort of on and on for years and uh, since this, but the whole the whole kind of build up from um, right from when Tommaso t- turned on Gargano from NXT Takeover Chicago, the it's not your moment, this is my moment. Uh, then obviously, sadly. Well, Tommaso was out for a, for a while with his injury, and then the the whole well, then obviously as we kind of mentioned with the, the the them throwing sort of hints to it with the t shirt, the DIY t shirt getting thrown in, you kind of just felt the right was always on the wall for these two colliding, and it certainly and then in the end it did happen, and then the touch as well of uh, well Gargano loses, he goes to NXT. Um, it was yeah. I love the I love the fact they got all the touches right with the the old school non sanctioned fight. The the way they sort of actually did make it go over take over time, and then had the ref come out in just an all black shirt, really just nice little touches. And I think when you do do it like a, a kind of a no, an unsanctioned fight or a lights out match or whatever, getting the uh, small things right just makes it sells the match to another level. Um, throughout match, really good sort of storytelling, and yeah, the whole bit at the end was just brilliant I thought with the whole crutch um with Gargano I mean watching it live admittedly I was a bit I was a bit drunk when it happened originally so I wonder what was kind of going on but uh yeah though just a, an impeccable bit of um storytelling really really great main event to what in my opinion is the best takeover and I think it'll be hard to beat the takeover um and and also a bit of a surprise because I was just the whole weekend I was just having it down as Tommaso was going to win. I, I think especially as, uh, on, funny enough, we had at the X, the fan access, I was at Daniel Bryan was on in the ring and he, uh, being sort of hot seated by, by fans. And one of the questions was, um, if Gargano loses, will, will he be coming to SmackDown? And Bryan sort of almost made a hint that it's a done deal sort of almost. So, um, yeah, well, I can't. not come to the main roster, has he? So again, Still no, well, roster. they came up for a bit, didn't they, as DIY when they, when they were, and then there was another oh, injury. Strange. So, yeah, they kind of, I don't know, yeah, they kind of sort of lost interest. And well, they sort of went, both went, as one of them got injured, Johnny just came straight back down to NXT. But, yeah, I'm sure. I have no idea what was that, that was about, because they just, they went, they went up. No. Had a little look around and went, nah, not for I think there was, there was an injury to Tommaso. Um, so I, I know, but they, what's that got to do with Johnny? I just, yeah, I think they, they wanted them as a tag team and therefore, yeah, they didn't do it on the main roster. I mean, to be fair, I'm actually going to fair play to them for actually not 
just doing a disaster of having someone like almost like the Alex Alistair Black or um or well or Andrade when when you've got these incredible talent and they don't know how to use them. So at least they did actually just quickly put him back to um to NXT where naturally he's a major star. So until they got something concrete on the main roster, I'd rather they didn't start them just randomly moving them up sort of thing. Yeah. So um a bit of credit actually to be fair where it where it goes to WWE in terms of that. Um but yeah, no this was my number five pick and um yeah, really enjoyable. Don't know if you've got any thoughts on that. No, I just uh, I just agree. I, th- I thought it, I thought it was a fantastic match, and I, I think you've hit the nail right on the head there. Yeah, I think it's absolutely fantastic for the work they did and the story that they told was unbelievable between the pair of them, and building through even through um, Tomas's injury when he came back. I just I thought it was unbelievable, and he just went on for ages as well, but not in a bad way. It, yeah. it, had, it had its longevity, and it carried really well. No, definitely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Um, and as I say, yeah, that's my number five. So what's your um, number four pick? Number four, I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre versus uh, Andrade Sienna Elmas as well. He's made my list twice now. You will notice a theme on here, actually. There'll be a, a number of people who've appeared more than once. Um, but I, I absolutely enjoyed this match, uh, truly. Like, I think it, it more had to do with the shock of Andrade winning because uh, I remember watching it and thinking that Drew was going to be holding on to it for a lot longer uh, than he did. Yeah. And then when the when he actually won, I was I was so happy. <laughs> I remember watching it and just popping so hard for him winning because I'm a big, big fan of Andrade. So I think that's ma- mainly why it's made it onto this list was for that win. I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And the, the chemistry the pair of them had together was great. Like the, the bigger Drew McIntyre working Andrade I thought I thought they played it really well, and I think it's an absolutely excellent match, and it, I think it definitely deserves a place on my list. I couldn't I couldn't ignore it. No, definitely. Was this also the takeover where um, Adam Cole debuted after the match? No, no, it wasn't. no. That because uh, Drew Drew retained the title when he when he turned. That's up. right. Yeah. No, that's it. No, yeah, no, but um, regardless, really, yeah, really good, really good match. This and um, yeah, again, sort of that period of where Andrade you just knew was turning into a main event star for oh, for NXT yeah. um he, he was he was the, oh, he was such such a good star on NXT him and Selena Vega when he came yeah. back and had Selena Vega with him it, it annoys me that they've dropped the ball with him and they've let him go well we mentioned was, it on the show last week didn't we, we with, yeah with the news of him leaving finally leaving WWE um Again, just to to go back to that point, we could say is again when you're when you're actually talking about well, you know last week we mentioned how much of a big star we knew. Obviously, we mentioned all his talent. We we knew regardless of what promotion he ends up, it'll be a major gain and a major coup for whoever. But I think this is kind of whoever, the proof in the, whoever takes the proof him, in the pudding. Yeah, whoever takes him, no, it's, it's, it's they've got an absolute star on their hands. Definitely, and, and like I say, just reminis- reminiscing about these matches just thinks wow and how how can you make such a mess out of such a such a good but also just quite a simple kind of like it's not like they're doing anything like made like like a big character like a big character change really it's quite a simple kind of character with uh someone someone is mouthpiece who obviously someone who's not english we know andre's english isn't what you can't speak english very well um if any at all like charlotte charlotte always makes the point there's always a language barrier with them um so yeah clearly his english isn't great which i know someone can 
can actually hold you back, especially in this industry when you need to do speak on the mic. So if you've got a mouthpiece, Zena Vega, businesswoman, it was great. It was fine. They had a great, they, they, they were great together as well. Um, obviously, yeah, with her, with her background as well, they were the right fit. It wasn't like some random person like uh, doing the doing the mouthpiece. It's a bit like as well now how well they're doing um, uh, with uh, Alex doing the uh, voice uh, doing being Penta's um, voiceover on um, on Dynamite. I think already two weeks they've been doing this and it's fantastic. It's just simple, simple stuff like that you can you really do. So yeah. For such a simple story as well, it, just, it didn't really take much. This didn't really take much for them to, to book him successful, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I thought the same. I thought so much more they could have done, and they were doing a good job when he was wrestling Rey Mysterio. They were just showing yeah. off what he could do. Yeah, we said That's that last year. To do to to get him over was just to show what he could do. Absolutely, no. We were saying this last week as well. Yeah, about uh, that they, they they had points where it wasn't going too badly. So. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, certainly um, yeah, certainly just wonder why how how and why it could have gone so wrong, but certainly a, a well deserved place in in your in, in your top five there. Um, for um, my number four pick, I've gone for um, an all UK match: Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate for Takeover Chicago. Um, while this match does have a little bit of uh, as well a bit of. Uh, a bit of a personal touch is uh, it was actually when we went to fan access in New Orleans. Uh, it was the match I did the commentary on. Uh, me and my mate were you allowed uh, with, with Vic Joseph actually. Um, so yeah, it was me and my mate Vic Joseph. We did the commentary for this uh, for the end into this match. So uh, I don't think I've ever showed you that video actually. I need to, no, need to show you that. Not. I will show you it. It was brilliant. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the, the weekend. But uh, no, this match was. Uh, this was at a time as well where. I, where UK wrestling was major on the map, it was starting to get mainstream in, in well with WWE NXT UK becoming a thing. Uh, I think it was the yeah, I think it was back in January where Tyler Bate, well Tyler Bate became the NXT UK champion. So this match was built now for um, obviously for Takeover Chicago, which was in May of 2017. Um, but yeah, as I say, UK wrestling was this was when it was at its strongest. Um, with well, obviously, it was progress. It's selling out Ali Pali. Progress about a year away from selling out a Wembley Arena. So really, really in a strong area, Brits, Brit wrestling, and they, and then these two, given the scene, given wrestling in front of uh, well, fifteen thousand people at the All State Arena, one of the most famous wrestling arenas in America, and to get um, UK chance. Throughout the crowd was electric, but the fact that this was the match of the night from a really great takeover as well. They did the UK so proud. These two wrestlers, um, it was an, it was a really really enjoyable match, uh, and I just yeah I could be here all night giving it the praise. Um, and it's certainly whenever whenever like you're a bit like if you ever get a bit bored, you're like oh actually I might have a little. F- scroll for the network to remember some classics this is just always one that i would always think of going to see i'm gonna watch tyler bate versus pete dunn um obviously pete pete dunn won the belt um the, the rest as they say is history pete dunn now um almost a shoe in for the main roster soon um and yeah and against tyler bate you, you forget how young these two lads really are as well so no just uh yeah as i say can't, can't praise this unbelievable enough. absolutely unbelievable you just didn't like. I don't know if that was my naivety, but I did not expect it to be that. Like it was good, 
Like, I thought it was going to be really good, but not that good. Like, it was that good that I've, I've watched it multiple times because I'm just like, what? It still blows my mind to this day how good that match was. They absolutely tore the house down. Like, I can't even put it into words how good that match was. Yeah, it, so, like, it I'm glad was... that you can because if it's me talking about that, I'm lucky now. Now you've said it, I can't believe I forgot it and haven't put it on my list. Well, what was so good about just watching it as well? On and it was a really, as I say, really at a point where UK was at the highest, but just um, just the preference. Yeah, it was just the some of the spots in this match were just were insane. They really were insane. Some of the um, spots they did in this match. But they got everything right. The kit that between the two chemistry, as you say, was there. Um, well, I was I was there for the the first match at the um, night two of the tournament. Yeah, yeah, Blackpool, and that match was really good. But then to look at that match in Blackpool, and then look at the one in Chicago, like what happened? Well, it is it well even. Like, more more praise as well to them, given the fact that the fact that it was in Chicago, the fact that they were in front of fifteen thousand, they weren't in their own country, they're on the biggest stage that they're probably ever going to be on. The fact that they put on their best match of all time, so I think that takes so much credit. There was no nerves or anything like that, and they blew it out of the park. And funny enough, a month later, I was actually at the. Well, in fact, not even a month later. I think two, three weeks later, I was at um, Progress Super Strong Style for the three-day tournament, which was an incredible tournament. And all of them were there. And as I say, I had to go up and just praise them and say, well, thank you for you, you, thank you for obviously doing the UK proud. And uh, that's the way to, Which that's the way I look at it, is they, they, just, they, just, <laughs> they just did everyone proud. Uh, but yeah, that was yeah. Well, number four. Uh, your number three I moment. I can't believe I forgot about that. <laughs> well, your number three moment, sir. My number three, I am going to go with the Revival versus American Alpha. This match was insane. The one from, bear with me, I think it was um, NXT TakeOver The End. Yep. The one where the, I believe the Revival won the titles from American Alpha. Or was it the other way around? I'm trying to think. I, know, I just remember watching this match, though, and being absolutely blown away, especially as a tag team wrestler myself. The, it's just The Revival. The revival have just got everything, and then as a as like a bad guy tag team, they've just they've got it sorted. And then American Alpha on top of that, of this of this this such good babyface tag team that you just want them to win. But then you have like the revival doing the underhanded things. Like there was a part where um, Dash is out of the ring and yeah. he goes under the ring, and Gable's about to make the tag to Jason Jordan, and he's like. I can't really demonstrate because we're not on video. <laughs> like he's that close to making the tag, and then Dash just appears from under the apron and pulls Jason Jordan off the um, off the apron. And it's just like, whoa, what? And you just don't see it coming, and it's just that amazing moment. Like the crowd's like just that close, like the just close to exploding and going crazy for it, and then Dash just pulls it away, and it just stands out to me all the time. And it's something that I, I talk to Jack about uh, when we're when we're planning matches or things like that. And it's it's that perfect moment in wrestling where you've got the crowd in the palm of your hand and they're just like that ready to go crazy for the babyface and they just pull it away. And just just for that moment, this this match has to be on my list. Just for that moment alone, because it always stands in my head, like it just sticks out. And then just the wrestling of oh my god, um, Gable 
when he's reversing out of um, out of holds, and the, the near falls as well with the German suplex where he's um, he's bridged with um, Scott Dawson, and it, uh, Dash comes in to break it up, and Jason Jordan just clears him out. But then um, Dash is uh, sorry, Dawson's still able to kick out, and the crowd's just like they've lost the mind for the tag, but then they're like gutted because he's kicked out. Oh, it's just perfect moment. Those that, those two tag teams should oh they could have made them in WrestleMania. They were that oh oh you don't hear me talk about wrestling on here like this. All the time, <laughs> but oh my god, oh my god, but, oh just no. It, I, I, do you know what I mean? You just lost for words. Absolutely. Well, the American Alpha as well. Really don't don't. It's just so annoying how well how upsetting it was that they, this never really materialised. Um, when, when they moved up to SmackDown, I mean, everyone was so excited how they could have of where this was going to go. Um, and then, well, they split up, which I never feel. I know of injuries and then what have you. Uh, to Jason Jordan, I think he is retired now, which is such a shame because boy, this could have been they they, they could have been the best tag team. Well, or they could have really been one of the world's best tag teams at the moment. Um, had injuries and what have you not. Alpha and DIY. Could, you, do you know that golden age of tag team wrestling during the Attitude Era? You have Edge, Chris, Edge yeah. and Christian, the Hardys and the Dudleys. Between them, they could, could have, have made, been it. Could have been it. It. Been, it. Could have been it. And then you had you had AOP as well. Yeah, it was. And like AOP weren't like the the most refined tag team ever of like out of the three of them but they offered something different they, 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 that's exactly it they offered something you're completely right they offered something different which because like all, what of, you all, need. all of the other the other three were like very like classic you know, the, the the smaller yeah. kind of wrestlers that are coming through now and they had that kind of style but then you add aop in there and it's like holy shit this is completely different and they're they will kill someone they no, were, exactly. oh i loved aop and then adding them in for that four-way match oh my god Oh my yeah. god! And the fact that it, we never saw it on the main roster on a pay per view. No, and that, that's what the biggest shame was that when America Alpha did come to SmackDown, it, it was a really good moment. It was a, it was right as well with Brian taking them to SmackDown as well. With it just felt right. But then the others never got why they did the split. Then they had the old Jason Jordan becoming Kurt Angle's son on Smack uh, on Raw, which I never understood it. No, I never understood it as well. Nothing ever. No payoff ever came from it. It was all um, a bit of a mess. It was um, all a dream. Yeah, <laughs> but um, no. Feels instead like of, it now, doesn't it? But but perhaps yeah, it does. But instead of going back and obviously, just if more feels like it never better happened. to go to go back and reminisce of how great American Alpha and yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think this is a hundred percent a match that's certainly well, well, well worth a watch for but sure. Isn't it so weird, like we look at that Kurt Angle, Jason Jordan angle now, and. It just doesn't feel like it ever happened. No, it just... Well, it, it didn't... I, admittedly, yeah, it's always annoying when someone does get injured. Um, so oh, it's, that... it's absolutely gutting that he got injured and we never, we've never seen American Alpha together again. Yeah. And, like, we may we never may never ever see them wrestle together again. And that's absolutely heartbreaking because I love them. Right, and, so, yeah, and uh, Gable's one I've always thought could still go... I'd love to see them do an underdog kind of storyline with Gable. Um and I always find Gable always has site quite. In, I always find his stuff just work quite interesting. Um, I'm even quite enjoying his work with Otis at the moment on SmackDown. I think when they turned here, I wasn't so for it, but it's actually working. Um, 
So I think Gable's probably the, one of the most underrated and underused talents in WWE. I really oh, would go as far to say. He could be one of the most underrated talents and underused talents in history. No, definitely. Because he's so good. He is, and I'd love to see them hopefully um, do some, not, not obviously a big year ahead. Hopefully they could uh, hopefully do something, certainly with, with Gable. And I, th- I think he just nails everything. I think as you can have him as a, I think he's good as an underdog baby face. And even just as that kill you want to see get destroyed. He's, well, he's like um, the second coming of Daniel Bryan, hasn't he, really? Well, that's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was thinking there. Yeah, I think that's a great bit of comparison there, to be fair. Remind me, the Brian Hill from when Brian, well, we saw the Brian Every Hill. Every time Brian's been a heel, Brian just understands what he's doing. Yeah. And so Brian, Brian can make you hate just, him, you can make him love you. And yeah, I feel like Gable... It's the same. If, if, given, if given the opportunity, he'd be exactly the same. Exactly. Oh, I'm just so glad that it's, they don't... The shorty G bollocks I hope they, oh, they never just took him off TV didn't they all together I do not want to see that yeah, that ever happens I'm never going to call it I never think I think we as a BBG we never stopped calling him Chad Gable because we. Just, I just couldn't call him Shorty G how could you call him Shorty G exactly bollocks I'm sorry that. but an Olympic wrestler like him <laughs> you sit there with a straight face go hey Shorty G no definitely he's a killing machine <laughs> um, my number three uh, I've gone for, um, well, I kind of dropped the hint earlier, but yeah, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade from TakeOver Philly. Um, again, I won't go into too much detail because we've kind of covered the match itself but and we've kind of covered Andrade as a whole. But yeah, for this, just, yeah, really, really enjoyable, um, really enjoyable main events. As we said, big praise from, from Meltzer. And um, like I say, just love the little bit of the storyline telling with that, as I mentioned earlier, with the shirt being thrown in, kind of setting up the, the angle going forward. But um, yeah, these two really, really put on an absolute clinic in the ring for this match. Um, I'm just pretty gutted. We won't, well, hopefully we might see it at some point in the future. We'll, we don't know. Never anything's possible in wrestling. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Um, 100% would recommend anyone going back who, who hasn't, anyone who hasn't watched it would 100% recommend going back but also to get you in the mood for TakeOver this is a match that I think would be at most people's list to go back and watch how could it not be it is considering it's the first five star match in uh, was it NXT history and I think it was the first one since CM Punk versus John Cena uh, I believe you're on yep yeah, believe you're spot on yeah it's an absolute masterclass in professional wrestling Definitely. and it always sticks out to me you know the double knees that he did on yes. the post always sticks at it up when i think of this match it's the spot i think of because i thought oh my god that looks fucking horrible <laughs> <laughs> well yeah no absolutely absolutely um what's your number two my number two is adam cole versus johnny gargano two the one where adam cole finally took the nxt title oh okay because because just of the moment of Adam Cole finally winning the title. It, because in that first, the first one that they had where Johnny won the title, it felt to me, it, 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 was, a hot, it was a great moment, but I feel yeah. like people just wanted Adam Cole. And then for him finally to get the title with yeah. the Undisputed Era, it just felt satisfying. Have you seen those TikToks where it's like things in my home that just make sense? It's um yeah yeah I I, I, I haven't, I haven't so seen I haven't seen the TikToks but it, no. it's 
coal is so over. I'm sure our of... listeners, some at least one of them knows what I'm <laughs> about, and they just show, no. basically just show these like really like satisfying things in people's houses. No, like, absolutely. Like these things that just make sense, and it was just that Adam Cole moment. It just made sense. It was it, the right time, and it was just it was just perfect. From it was just oh. From being at um, a live show in America, but also from uh, from what people were saying about the following WrestleMania, WrestleMania 35, he was Cole was so over at the um, Charles app, but apparently he was even more over the year the year of. Um, I think everyone just had their so high hopes on that Raw after WrestleMania 35, where it was Kofi versus Seth. I think everyone was so pumped for Undisputed Era coming out, instead it was the Bar, um, and um, I think yeah they could have really exploded into the main event scene um if they had pulled the trigger on that which they didn't sadly um but yeah no i think with cole i think he's been always been one of those heels that people still love because he's just great um even right now being being a heel again on nxt it's still fantastic watchable tv um he just and, makes yeah. everything better doesn't he? he he is in my opinion the best, well, I think on and uh, 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 on WWE's payroll, I think you probably take out maybe AJ Styles. I would say Adam Cole that is the best wrestler they've got um, in WWE. Um, and yeah, I, I just really, really hope that that he is a future WWE champion. Uh, that's all I can really say for, for Adam Cole. I, I can't see why he wouldn't be. I just I saw like I couldn't couldn't see why he wouldn't be uh, I'd, a future I'd, WWE champion. I did love as well the old stare down with Shawn Michaels this week on XT as well. Just the because uh, funny enough, my housemate actually said, "Oh, he looks a bit like Shawn Michaels from back in the." He doesn't watch wrestling at the moment, but he did back in the day. I was like, "He looks a bit like Shawn Michaels, that guy." Um, so yeah, that just made me smile. That little bit of the the, the crossover with Cole and Shawn and Cole, uh, Cole and Shawn Michaels this week, but. Yeah, no, the feud as well. Imagine between... if they wrestled each other. <sighs> One can only dream. One Just can imagine only dream. if they wrestled each other. Like, imagine but... Sean got that itch back and he was like, I didn't like my last match. I need I need to go out on a certainly good one. You certainly could sell it. And yeah, like, it just certainly a simple, such a simple way to put Cole over. I know there's always the thing of. But you never know. You never know with wrestling. No, you never ever know because I didn't but... think Sean had ever come back. Well, yeah, I don't, it was a car crash of a match, as, as all four wrestlers admit, all of them admitted it. You only had to watch Takeover's Last Ride documentary and all of them knew it was a complete car crash of a match. Um, well, obviously, I think fan. it wouldn't have been so bad if, if uh, Triple H didn't get hurt five minutes in. Yeah, I mean, that, that can't be helped, but yeah, less said about that, I think, the <laughs> better for that one. But yeah, no. Yeah. Um, my number two, uh, I've gone for DIY versus The Revival from NXT oh. uh, TakeOver Toronto. Um, ah. <laughs> now, this was, this is my, well, until this year, uh, well, sorry, I beg your pardon, since 2020, I should say. Um, yeah, this was my favourite tag team match for, well, since we're going all, going all the way back um, uh, to classic matches between sort of the Dudleys, the Hardys and Edge and Christian. So this was just such a great tag team match from NXT to TakeOver Toronto. I was such a big fan of DIY. I think at the time as well, it was sort of 2016. So I was kind of really loving seeing the progress guys uh, in NXT. So really had a sort of soft spot for, well, for Gargano and Champa really wanted them to win. Um, but yeah, these two, the, the storyline between the two 
both tag teams was brilliant. They were really, really sort of almost uh, stamping in as we talked about that new era of tag teams coming through. Um, and yeah, this was just brilliant. Some of the um, sort of the near fall pin, the near falls were were great. I think this was a class. I know two out of three falls. I think if it can be done to perfection, then it really, really can easily just simply be it. You can get a match of the year certainly out of it if you if you can book a two out of three falls well. And this was this was just really really tag team wrestling at its absolute best but like i say it was what's what's yeah, what's great is we've seen now the revival even have an even better match since i know as ftr in in, in aw this year versus the unbucks from um aw full gear um and obviously yeah um then diy they they will be DIY. We'll wrestle in the future at some point. It, that's going to happen. It's obviously they, it certainly will happen in the future. Um, who knows when? But um, yeah, I'm sure we will see this match at some point in the future. I don't know. It might not be in w, necessarily in WWE. Certainly, probably won't be NXT. But it might be in another promotion. But already, I just can't wait if, for if these two ever do cross over again. I may as well say it now while we're on the topic, but my number one is uh, the revival versus DIY. Take over Toronto. <laughs> well, you might yeah, you might as well yeah keep leading with it then, <laughs> because I'm, I will admit it now. From anyone who I who has seen one of my matches, yeah, me and Jack are big fans of uh, the revival, and we I personally am a massive fan of this match and that moment where they're both in the submissions and they're looking at each other and the they're grabbing each other's hands and they're begging each other not to tap, not to tap. And they're just looking at each other and they're holding each other's hands. Oh, it's just such like, that is to me, that is storytelling at its best. That's, that is professional wrestling. That is that story of not just like your traditional good versus bad kind of story, but that's, that's like just sport and that willpower and that just in that moment, of them looking at each other and telling each other not to not to quit, yeah, like holding on. It's that proper rocky moment where you're looking at you, like even if you you just play football, or yeah. Just in life, you just look at each other and you're like, don't do something or don't don't give up, kind of thing. It was just that beautiful moment where they're both looking at each other and just like don't give up. And obviously they do in the end for the, the fall, but. It's just that perfect moment of them looking at each other, just begging each other not to quit. And I can only hope that me and Jack did half a half a good job when we recreated a similar moment in our match. But it's just it just spoke to me that moment and it always has. It's one of my favourite moments in wrestling ever. Just them two looking at each other, begging each other not to tap and just to hold on that that little bit longer. Oh, just just such a good moment. Just fantastic. Oh, I couldn't it's just if you could bottle something like, you know, like bottling lightning, just I don't know if you could ever like see something so good again. No, I well, I'm just praying that we we, we do see it again in the in the future. Um, I remember it's actually, just one of the moments though. It's like Sean and Taker at WrestleMania 25. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you, you'll, I I don't think you'll ever see anything like that again because think- it's them two, and it you just don't have anything like them two. At the, well, at least at the moment, that you can look at and go, wow. It was just that lightning struck that night. And it was just because they'd wrestled before and it was always yeah. really good, but it was never that good. WrestleMania yeah. 25, was it? We tried to do it again at 26, but and that was amazing, but it's not 
WrestleMania 25. Sometimes you rest and you do just hit your your match that can't be beaten. I think we mentioned earlier with Dunn and Tyler Bate. I don't think they'll ever hit their their takeover Chicago. I don't think they'll ever manage. I don't think they'll ever beat that again. Um, so sometimes in wrestling, I think you 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 have hit a peak and of, of a match and it just simply can't be beaten. Again, we've mentioned it billions of times on the shows where we're becoming a kind of a victim of your own success. Is that like if you have already success, people then just expect them to take it that one other bar, but there is a limit of what of, of, of how far you can go over a match. And I think, yeah, with these two, um, I did think that though, to be fair, but then I've seen two even better tag team matches this year. Uh, well, sorry, I keep saying this year, last year in, in 2021, including FTR. And what I did love as well with the FTR Young Bucks match was them doing the little bit of homage to DIY as well, which I thought was oh, a great touch. Cool. And again, it just it shows it all what, what we as fans think, but also what other wrestlers think as well about the match. Well, that that's something as well that, that you they only had the chance to do stuff like that because they've been able to tell the story before. Yeah, and it meant something. And that, that's I always think that with things like this, it always always has to mean something. You can't you can't just do it and expect the reaction and that's obviously what they understand because their understanding of professional wrestling is like next level yeah no just like the revival as on a a whole like the their the how their heads work when it when you look at wrestling specifically of his tag team wrestling they they take things from back in the day and they just make it new again and it, it it's fantastic to see absolutely couldn't agree more with that um like and- a lot of the stuff if, they, if you look at it it's, it's all um the the brain busters and teams like that and they just take it and they build on it and it's just, it's that and we all love it and it's just that yeah. knowledge of being able to take what was old and making it new again and just making it your own no absolutely and it, it is my i've said it on the show before it is, I absolutely adore Chris. Chris will probably be raising his eyebrows, whatever. Right? It is my, I absolutely adore tag team wrestling. Um, it's my favourite part. I know everyone. I know everyone has their with rest. This is what's so great about wrestling. Everyone has their own sort of things they love. Be it big spot moments, be it close pinfalls, be it technical wrestling, like a thirty minute submission technical submission match, be it a brutal hardcore blood match or what have you. Uh, everyone has their own little things they love in wrestling, but m- mine will always be a good old fashioned just tag team wrestling. And yeah, both these, well, both these teams, but more in, say in particular the revival, just absolutely nail it. Well, that's the, that's the amazing thing about wrestling. It's it's like going, it's the last, it's the last great form of physical theatre, and so there's always something on yeah. a show for somebody. That's like it. you, as long as you're at a really good show, you could take someone in there that has no knowledge of wrestling. And they will look at it and they will find someone or something that they really yeah. like. You're absolutely that- well, yeah, spot on. I brought a mate along to a, a Riptide show and, um, well, it, again, he had no background wrestling, absolutely nothing. He was like, I'm only coming because you give me a free ticket and it's, I can have beers. So it's like being in the, um, the way I sort of sold it. it was like, it's just like going to the pub on a Friday night, but you'll have a bit of entertainment to go with your peers, really. Um, and even he was like, he goes, I didn't really enjoy the show, but I, uh, but I did really enjoy that one match. So that, I think you've kind of summed that up, that there will be something that will be there for someone. He goes, I quite enjoyed the atmosphere, but he goes, I did really enjoy the, I think it was speedable Mike Bailey versus, uh, Carrion, uh, uh, versus Carrion Orr. And yeah, he absolutely loved it. 
Well, I, I've got a, I've got a friend who um, had no knowledge of wrestling whatsoever, had like no interest. But because I was, it was something I was doing, and I was posting about it. They they went and watched it, and now they, was it was it the bug row on a pole match? <laughs> <laughs> they, they have watched that, but no, it was it was one of it was one of my interviews or something. So they watched it and they were interested in it from there. And then I've shown them some of the matches, and now they, they want to come and watch. And it's just that it just shows what wrestling like. They just they find you find something you enjoy in it, and then it just it's everything, isn't it? Like you can you can find what it's the beauty of wrestling, and it, I think it's criminally underrated that people don't look into wrestling like we do and it, people often go oh it's, it's fake it's this it's that but if you actually watch it and understand what you're watching that it's it's like a film but it's in one take and you can't redo anything it's one take and you've got to go and it's a film right in front of you and it's that's if you get the storytelling right and the action's correct for the crowd it's it's just amazing like I don't know how we've ended up talking about the nuances yeah. of wrestling, but yeah. <laughs> it's well, just one of them that if definitely. you can get it all right and the stars align and lightning strikes twice, it's it'll blow you away no matter who you are. Absolutely. Um, well, that'll move on love, nicely to my number one pick, which is um, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole from NXT TakeOver New York. So it was actually the one where Gargano won. Now, I'm going to give this my number one just because I just thought it, it it really was a good feel-good moment. From seeing kind of the whole Gargano from 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 when I saw him first in Progress uh, 2016 with a match, um, I think it was Smash for a Smash Wrestling title versus Mark Askins, um, from seeing this guy on the indie scene. And my mate was saying that this guy will go on to be in WWE and a big part of WWE. Um, he was brilliant. And the fact that he was um, sort of saying, he goes, he was sort of saying, I don't get this chant of he's on fire, I'm terrified. Um, it's like Mark Haskins. So always had a soft spot for Gargano. But to kind of see the rise from him from a personal level, seeing them seeing him at um, NXT with that NXT New Orleans show, uh, show, then a year later him actually catching the big gold, the NXT title um, in what was an incredible match. My favourite bit of commentary during this of uh, uh, Raniello, who is still is the best commentator out there in wrestling. If someone can get hold of him, put him on any promotion, that would be great. Um, when he was just screaming, you snakes, when um, the when the United Undisputed Era came out, um, was just, all of it was great. The crowd, as you'd expect from a, an, an Ameri- uh, from a takeover New- WrestleMania weekend, they were at their best. Um, so yeah, this just had to be my number one for that reason, just because I just absolutely loved, I loved everything about it. Um, only disappointment from a personal point of view is I was uh, very hungover watching this. Um, <laughs> it was it was day after we lost to Man City in the FA Cup semi final, so it was a day out of Wembley, which naturally involves a lot of drinking. Um, but uh, yeah, it was um, my favourite. Yeah, takeover match. I know you've gone for the and right. You, you know, again, this is what it's all about. Opinions of matches. You've obviously preferred the second part, but one thing is for just for sure that these two in the ring, you're not going to be disappointed, are you? No, no, you can't. You can't be disappointed at all with Johnny Gargano winning. Like that match was amazing. That one, it it was all the near falls that yeah. just, it caught you, didn't it? And it was like, whoa, okay. is You just couldn't tell who was going to win. 
Well, it was the near pause, and every time it was like, okay, well, it's going to end now, but you run, go and get my, oh, no, it's still going on. Sort of like, kept getting up, going, okay, I need to run to the toilet now. No, no, it's still going on, no. uh, but in a good way. Um, you just yeah. couldn't predict where it was going to end, could you? Well, my, I must have changed opinion about three times what was going to happen. Then I was like, oh, actually, I reckon you, you, the UE, or maybe Smasser might come out or what have you. Or, or actually, I reckon maybe one of the UE guys might uh, turn on uh, might turn on Cole or whatever. But yeah, there was it was just so like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? Or maybe I reckon um, the, the Gargano might... Um, might, they might go, oh, Gargano's just still just can never get to the top. They might go uh, that storyline. But yeah, it, it was all just brilliant. And as I say, a happy ending. Well, for the end of this yeah. show anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, there, um, there are top five matches. Uh, so both of us, um, yeah, both similar. I think, well, to be fair, not as similar as I thought it, but I was, I was really worried that we, when we went, said we we're going to do this blind, that it's going to blatantly to us both having the exact same five matches in no particular order as well to make it even worse. So yeah, um, but we have but, gone, we've got in quite different paths on that. Well, only one match I think's made made it into both our top and that was Gargano oh no two matches so two matches. yeah the, the, the yeah, DIY the rival and Gargano Andrade so yeah mm-hmm. um, but no really really good fight and obviously we'd love to hear your um, your NXT top 5 so yeah if you obviously tweet us at BBG Wrestling um, we'll love to hear your top 5 matches or if you, if you really disagree of any of our top 5 so we'd love to hear you no abuse come on tweet uh, us abuse and tell me tweet us all the abuse <laughs> But any feedback's great. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go all MJF on Twitter and see what I can do. Tell you what, we'd love to hear your top fives. And if there's any matches that we really did forget about, um, we will make a we will make a point of mentioning them on the show I next week. I definitely think there's going to be some from like the the early early. Yeah, days. yeah, that's what I was thinking. The the really early ones because we've so. gone quite late on here. Well, for me personally, I never really watched NXT until. I don't know if there any dark secrets, but never really watched NXT uh, until sort of, well, so I'd never really watched um, NXT weekly TV until it went live in 2019, but I only, only ever watched, just watched the takeovers and that was starting from 2016. Well, for a long time, so. we didn't really have access to it. Well, that's true, yeah. That is true. Um, but yeah, no, um, it's, um, yeah, as I say, some. I'm sure we have forgotten some blinders. But yeah, that's um, our top five. This is Paddy O'Connor. And you're listening to the Broken But Glorious Podcast. Yeah, we'll go into the um, the, the predictions for, for this week. Uh, well, for this week. So, as we've mentioned, two nights of TakeOver. So, we'll start with night one, which will be on April 7th. So, as you mentioned, on the Wednesday night edition, which can be, again, seen on... I feel like I'm working for BT here. Working, it could be on I BT like Sport. I you're working for BT as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, there's four matches currently announced, so potentially another room for one more for night one, I reckon. Um, but yeah, um, for, I'll go through these in no particular order. I'll start with one on the bottom here. So um, it's uh, a match for the NXT UK title. So it's Water, currently the champion, against Tommaso Ciampa. Um, been a bit of a, um, yeah, obviously the build with this, we've seen kind of the hints that Water was coming, then she did come. Um and yeah, uh, we've obviously seen Tommaso team with Thatcher. We've seen the hints of Thatcher. Will he will he join Imperium? Uh, will he go to the, the dark side? Um, but yeah, so. I, I, my view on this is Walter wins, and then yeah, we get the um, the re, the ring camp reunion. And I think now with with the with the undisputed era, uh, 
well, seemingly broken up, seemingly at the moment, no signs of a new undisputed era. It looks like they need like a new dominant faction. And yeah, I think with it being real, well, ring, I, I, I want them to, I really just want them to call them ring camp, but, uh, uh, ring camp, uh, Imperium. Uh, yeah. I think they now got scope to, to dominate and yeah. Fat, having factoring. I would love it if it just became the original free as well. Just water, um, water, um, uh, junior, uh, um, obviously Axel and Thatcher personally. I'd love it if it just became the original three. I, I like, I like what it is at the moment. I, if you add, um, Timothy Thatcher in, it just makes it better for me. I think it, I don't think it needs to be the original three. I, I like, I like where they are now, but just add, add him back on to get him back amongst it. I can but see, I, um, sorry. I agree with you though, that it's, uh, it's definitely what is to lose with, uh, help of I think as well um, well we've seen I think it was a few weeks ago Wolf sort of looking at the Wolf and Dane back from their sanity days was sort of saying what happened to you you used to be a monster now you're teaming with Drake Maverick um, as much as I love Drake Maverick and Dane together I could potentially maybe see Dane and and Wolf just becoming a tag team uh, potentially after that little hint but yeah there's, there's, mm. there's, and Anchor, I think he's just a great in ring work. I'd love to see him just being a single star and, yeah, maybe getting a bit of a, well, you could certainly easy, certainly definitely be around, at least in the North American side of ring. And you forget as well, uh, after, after WrestleMania weekend, I hope, we, I hope they, for, for, I really hope they do a big of a, a bit of a shuffle, um, in terms of the main rosters. It needs a bit of a, it needs a, a bit of a coat of paint, to say the least. Raw and SmackDown mm. at the moment. It needs a fresh, fresh up. So I think there will be a few faces maybe moving up. So they might need to work what they want to do in terms of NXT. But loads of options. But yeah, uh, both gone for water. Uh, is a six-man Gortney match now for the to determine the number one contender. Now, um, obviously, we don't know who that um, who, who's in the six-man yet. Cause it's going to be after a battle royal on NXT this week. So. I'll just go straight with it. Um, who do you reckon will... I won't get you to predict the winner of Gargano versus this person, but who do you think will face Johnny Gargano on night two? So who do you think will win this Gordon match? Oh, my God. Um, hard one, isn't it? I think I think Roderick's strong, personally. I just think with him coming out and seemingly having nothing to do from... Um, it would make sense, wouldn't it? it? It would make sense for Roddy to be involved because obviously he should be on the show, hundred percent. But if he's going into, if he goes into this feud, because I mean, maybe it might just be a one night thing. Will it then not free? He won't be free to no, maybe to be involved in the Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly match on night two. Yeah, I just think with Roderick, they've clearly obviously aren't going to be putting them into anything. I just think it'll be good for him to have the North American title to prove that he can stand his own two feet. That's just my way of looking at it. Yeah, I, t- I tend to agree with that because it's just, I can also see something, Kushida could come back into it or, um, oh my God, his name's escaped me now. Um, the fellow who dresses up like a butcher. Oh my God, what's his name? Why has his name escaped me? The fellow looks like a what? A butcher. He has the butcher's front on and he's... Um, Dexter Loomis? Or? Yeah, that's it, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, my God. Yeah, they, they've faced, I think they faced on each other quite a bit on, on NXT. I, yeah, it probably will be Loomis, but I just I think Roderick's see, strong. I definitely could see Loomis winning, because especially like him having involvement um, previously with um, Johnny Gargano, I think it'd be a good opportunity for him to wrestle for the title on, on a big show. Yeah. 
So I, I'm going to go with Dexter Loomis for sure. I can't believe his name escaped me. I don't know. What <laughs> That's right. Well, we've got the um, yeah, we've got the um, tag. To then we've got the triple threat tag team match for the vacant NXT tag team championship. Quick word that is so unfortunate for Danny Birch out for uh, obviously it's just so typical. This always happens and injuries and I can't be helped. I feel so sorry for him. Uh, him How and um, I think nine months they reckon. Um, oh my god! So a long time. Most well, big well, pretty all of this year. Been uh, oh, yeah, absolutely got him. It is terrible, and how well they were doing was taxing. Can I say, especially with the the, the steam they were picking up, well, it's the form uh, of his life as well. So um, it's like a striker; he's on form, just getting a leg break, isn't it? It's absolutely horrific. Um, oh, that's cutting. Oh. but but we go on to the prediction. I'm going to switch yeah. on you. Who do you think is going to win? It's your me. Um, well, it's yeah. So it's MSK, the grizzle, the grizzled and young veterans, and um, and then um, Dale Phantasma. I think um, I think it will be. Um, I, I personally think it should, pretty is and should be at MSK. Uh, I think only because the fact that they pro- would have had them beaten uh, Birch and Lorcan anyway. I think to capture the titles, given they won the um, the classic, I just think it would make sense for them to to go and win the titles. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go for MSK, but I hope as well. I mean, I, but I wouldn't begrudge. Um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't begrudge any of them personally um yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't begrudge any of them personally um uh, winning it personally I like them I like all three tag teams uh, I certainly want to see another MSK Grizzled Young Veterans match slash feud um I don't, uh, so uh, but yeah I think MSK will win I'm going to go with G GYV and Grizzled Young Veterans yeah, to because the, <laughs> no only because um obviously they lost the Dusty Classic and it was a big thing, um, where did they go next? So I'm thinking, uh, because MSK beat them last time, I think they'll get the win back in this one. And uh, I'm, I'm reckoning that they'll be taking the titles. Because why, why would it be a case of them losing the uh, Dusty Classic than to uh, to lose the titles as well? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, it, it, it will be, um, yeah, no, it will, certainly will be an interesting one. Well, no, it definitely will be, but I, I, think, I think that's how it's going to go. Just... Just because then you can continue the chase as well. You can have a chase for MSK because they can be like, right, well, we're one one. We can have the, the the rubber match, the rematch at the next the next show. Definitely, um, yeah, absolutely. So I'm just trying, I'm still just trying to work out what I want. Just trying to think of potential storylines going forward from this. Um, yep. Um, and the main event for night one is Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Um, really excited for this. I think it has such high potential. But I think Raquel Gonzalez will win. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Gonzalez wins. And I think the next night, Io Shirai debuts on, on Raw or SmackDown. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, I was going to go with Io Shirai. I thought she'd, uh, I think she might keep it till. Um... Hmm. Hmm. Well, no, you've got me thinking, actually. Yeah, do you know what? I th- I'm going to go with I'm going to go with you. Yeah, because obviously it's, it's the next show after that's Mania, isn't it? Yeah, so it's the weekend after. Well, the, sorry, no, it's not. The... Uh... Two days after, so yeah, no, I think I think you're right. Yeah, no, I'm going to go with Raquel Gonzalez because that makes sense for Yoshirai to debut the night after Mania. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. just my um, yeah, yeah, that's just my um, yeah, that's just my way of looking at it. Um, yeah, it, um, ma- it makes the most sense that because then she she move she's going to move on. It, ma- it makes the most sense for sure. Yeah, and um, I also think um, yeah. Uh, 
also as well, I, do, it's, I think we've seen it in the past, haven't we, with wrestlers dropping the belt and then seemingly coming up to the main roster. Um, one that springs to mind was Ember Moon from the, the sorry to keep mentioning it, NXT New Orleans when Moon dropped the belt and then, uh, as I say, turned up the next night. Um, so, yeah, I think, um, yeah. So it just I, makes I, sense, that does. It does. Because I, I was thinking then of how long it is till Mania and I I forgot how close we are to WrestleMania because I was going to say, maybe I think she'll hold it till Mania weekend, but it is. I forgot how close we were and it just it just makes sense for her to drop it now and then begin the move to, um, well, they say the main roster, but they're all live and everything, aren't they? But onto one of either SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, no, it'll be, yeah, one of the two. I think pretty, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, either way, great night one. Even night two looks even better, in my opinion. Um, so night two is a ladder match for the uh, Cruiserweight title um, between Jordan, well, NXT undisputed Cruiserweight title, I should say. Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar. Um, I think I think Santos Escobar wins this um, yeah. because I think the fact that I just believe in him a bit more as a, I think how well he's done with the belt. No disrespect to Devlin. I just think Escobar really has made the division well, better it for longer, hasn't it? he has and I, I yeah i did love the Shawn michaels just come down looks at both throws a ladder in the ring walks off that's all you need from a gm or i, well, I think sure that's, everyone uh, understood what he meant didn't they yeah i think i think the stuff that's just quite cool and i like the fact that it's we knew we knew in michaels come we know he's not a gm but we know he is we know he's a producer for the show and i think just doing stuff like that i think would help the main roster a bit more it doesn't need to have a gm throwing their weight around the whole of the show it doesn't uh, adam pierce i don't think it's done too badly in it but even if it's just like the case of yeah like having like if it wouldn't like, i don't know i'm trying to think of some legends who are who are sort of working behind the scenes in wwe even if it's just the case of someone like um yeah you know what I mean? Even if they had people like, even Shawn Michaels did that on a main roster. I know he's, he's many works in NXT, but just thinks that's quite. Just someone, someone who's overly involved. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand exactly what you mean. Just someone who's not overly, overly involved in what what's going on, and just kind of just is there like like a manager in football instead of instead of like some someone like Ed Woodward who you see all the time and everyone talks about. And really, they shouldn't be spoken about twenty four seven. You want a director of football who goes under the radar? Um, yeah, no. Um, sorry, you cut, you, no, you cut out then. Actually, sorry, mate. Could you repeat? Oh, that? oh, sorry. I said you want a um, someone who's like a director of football that's not yeah. like Edward Ward, who um, <laughs> oh, you see all the time, yeah. on, and you've got Sky doing close up shots of his face, like, oh, there's Edward Ward. You want someone yeah. who goes under the radar, like they've got it, City. Yeah, definitely. Um, Trying to think of what could say Brighton, but yeah, it would always be wrong from uh, from our from Brighton fan perspective. We we yeah, we'll always criticise whatever happens. So, <laughs> um, well, the next night as well will be Gargano versus. Well, you said Loomis. I think Roderick Strong. But either way, I I think either way Gargano. I think actually, if it is Roderick Strong, yeah, I'm gonna go for Roderick Strong. Leaves night two as the champion as well. I'm gonna I go just, with Dexter Loomis as well. I think either way, ooh. he's dropping the title. I just think Gargano, yeah, I think Gargano either drops it and I don't know. I've, I think, I, I don't know what the, what the plan is for Gargano because at the moment they're in a kind of a bit of a stable with um, the way. It just feels time to call him up, doesn't it? It does, but again, I don't want to call him up if they've got no plans for him. 
I'd rather just keep him in XT. There's loads of there's loads of talent he can feud face with. It won't get boring with him. But at the same time, yeah, I'm so eager just to see him in a main roster batting it out for a WWE title or a big a big title. Um, so yeah, who knows? But either way, I think he will drop the belt over this weekend. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's just his time to lose it. Uh, we've mentioned um, we've mentioned about obviously the unsanctioned obviously we mentioned about the unsanctioned uh, fight earlier. With there, there's another one that's been done, and I hope this is similar to the um, Gargano Champa match. But it's Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, build for this, I think, has been brilliant. Um, it's yeah, I, I think it's gone. I think the field to this has been brilliant. I, I would like to have seen them obviously have done something still with undisputed era like in the sense that there's like I don't know with, I, don't, I don't like the fact that I wish Strong was still kind of with one of them I don't like the fact that it's all kind of finished uh, I know Cole has kind of dropped hints that it, it's up to him when it comes back with him kind of keeping the theme so that might be scope for the future but for the here and now yeah really really looking forward to this and I think um, yeah I think uh, I, I really wouldn't begrudge who wins. I think o- O'Reilly probably, and this is where I'd go. I would go o- O'Reilly wins, and Cole goes up to the main roster, either on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I think O'Reilly really do. I think he needs the win from this because obviously he's had his big matches for the title with Finn Balor and, and lost each time. So I think he needs that big win. Can I also mention that Kyle O'Reilly wore a Joy Division T-shirt on the the last NXT, and I uh, popped very hard for that. I thought it was dead cool. I thought it was mint. But besides the point, um, uh, yeah, I think he needs that win now, and I think it's that. I think it's the perfect time would give it to uh, over Adam Cole, and then Adam Cole to find his place on the main roster. Yeah, absolutely, and I think with Cole, there's that scope as well for him to build a new undisputed era on the main roster. There could be, well, I mentioned it last week on the show, it might have been, been a few weeks ago, where there's there certainly could be wrestlers to have him on the main roster with as part of a stable. But equally, he, I'm sure he can bat alone on the main roster on his own. And you don't need to necessarily build an uh, UE straight away. That can come naturally. So, yeah, I think there's loads of options for, for Cole is. going forward. And, and for O'Reilly, I think O'Reilly, it's a chance for him as well on his own two feet. But already I'm loving this Kyle O'Reilly. Um, I know you've always been a big fan. You've both got... Oh. Um, you, you, you Both big common. diabetic boys. Diabetic, yeah, legends. Uh, but O'Reilly as well. Uh, I O'Reilly wasn't happy. And and, that's the, that's the next tag team. I'm telling you, the di- the diabetic duo. The diabetic duo. There you are. But no, right, this if, is the if match. Kyle I'm is looking... listening. It's time, mate. It's time. Just call me up, mate. You've got. <laughs> we have telepathic link between the diabetics. Just holler holler at me. <laughs> this is the match I'm looking forward to most, though, for the whole of the <laughs> two um two nights of Takeover Cole versus O'Reilly. Yeah. Well, it's had uh, the best build, hasn't it? It's just yeah, that it, it's been it coming for years and years. And the the promos this week were brilliant. On it was better when you've just got clear passion from it. And O'Reilly at the moment really is just doing some of his best work of his career at the moment. And and Cole will always be grand. So, uh, but yeah, I've, I, I'm just yeah, I'm excited. I feel like I don't know. Part of me also feels like there might be a twist to this as well. So uh, Bobby got, Fish comes out and turns on Cole. I really want to see Bobby Fish come out, and I he's someone I'm just so eager to see. I just want to see what his view is. If like if if he does continue in, in UE or be I don't know yeah we've or, not really heard from him have we yeah we haven't so um, there's a um, yeah interesting maybe that's the point I hope, they just, don't, I hope they just don't do the thing of we forget about him and then I don't know in like six months time he just comes back out and he just comes out as a restaurant on his own I do not want no that. I think I think he'll have something to do you can't just ignore him can you no you can't 
But the and main event can't do that. No, not That'd at all. Mad. Mate. Main event for night two, uh, Balor versus Karrion Cross with Scarlet. Um, for the NXT title, I think, yeah, it's Cross's, well, I think it's Cross's time to reclaim what is his. Yeah. No, I think it, it, it makes sense because it's just, he lost the title, Finn stepped in, and I think it's just Karrion Cross's time just to carry it for a bit. I don't know what they're going to do with Finn afterwards, though. That's my only concern is what, what do you do with Finn Balor after he Should loses the title? To- what they planned originally, him versus Walter for the, and especially Walter, as we both predicted, if Walter continues with well, the NXT yeah, because he's, he's, he's in Orlando now with everybody else, so that would make well, sense. I think NXT UK takeover it's still planned for Dublin in June, so with well, with all these talks that that could go ahead, um, if that does go ahead, then you never know. That could be, um, yeah, that could be the more in the Banner's hometown versus Walter. Does Ben Balor go and win the NXT UK title? Um, I don't know, but I, I yeah, I think I think I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, Cross will win, and then Balor will go into a feud with Water. Yeah, I think I think you're right though. That makes the most sense out of everything, and it's, I think it's just time for Killing Cross to have his his fair shot because obviously he got he's sadly injured and he's had to wait around now for other things to materialise and for things to come to an end. So I think it's just now his time to get where he needs to be. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well, we'll see. As say, it will be a great match as well. That's for that's for sure. Um, and you never know. To be fair, I wouldn't even begrudge a rematch between the two of it being the Demon versus Carrying Cross. I think mean, that could be quite cool oh, as well. Don't tease me like that. Do not tease me like that. So no, exciting, exciting times. Um, yep. So um, well, yeah, that's. Um, Obviously, that's uh, that's the um, well, the night night one and night two takeover. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, obviously we'll be finalising all our predictions as well once we've established the um, once we've established both nights. I think there's four matches for both nights. So I suspect they will get another match on. Um, do you want to promote your t-shirts before we call it a night? I always want to promote my t-shirts. I will happily promote my t-shirts for you right now. You can buy my beautiful Playboy Pleasure t-shirts at Lanchevera. 12.bigcartel.com and if you like Kyle O'Reilly's Joy Division t-shirt you should definitely take a look at the Playboy Pleasures t-shirts as I'm not saying they're the same because I don't want to get sued um, <laughs> but they look quite similar they look quite similar and if you like that kind of thing you like Joy Division you like that Manchester music scene I reckon you should get on it and I know that it's, at least someone here is listening and likes that kind of thing and they should probably get on it no, absolutely. Um, yeah, we've uh, and we've got lots coming up as well. Next week, we've got our big WrestleMania preview show. Amazing, that's coming around so quick. Um, so we'll have, <laughs> we'll have the WrestleMania uh, preview show. There'll be a few um, uh, moments. Well, we'll yeah, we'll be a lot of WrestleMania discussions from the past as well. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, starting to get excited now ahead of the big time, the big WrestleMania. So this this time of year. That's um, what you want, isn't it? It's time to get excited. Exactly. It's watching the classics, WrestleMania matches and stuff that gets you in the mood. Um, but yeah, and we've obviously got loads of interviews coming up as well. Um, but yeah, for me, it's good night. And for me as well, it is good night. See you soon.